Hello, you're listening to Chase Your Enthusiasm. I'm your host, Chase. Hey, good to be here. Happy to see you. Thanks for coming back. So I'm just going to go over some stand updates. Uh, I'm going to be in Omaha. That's Nebraska. And that is the 30th through the first for New Year's shows. So I'm really excited about that. I did order some um, sequence outfits that have not arrived yet and they need to arrive by tonight. So they're currently in Kentucky right now. I've been tracking them. I don't think I'm going to have them for the performance, but we'll see. Um, They have till midnight tonight because my flight's at 6 a.m. Okay, uh, then I will be in New York the 21st through 23rd, opening for Christina P. Those shows are actually sold out, but I'm just, I'm still just letting you know that's where I'm going to be. Maybe we can get coffee while I'm there. Um, Then I'm dog sitting the next week. You guys don't need to know about that. And then I'm in Phoenix the following week again with Christina. I have a little bit of a a raspiness. I did get a COVID test. I don't have COVID. Um, It would have been really bizarre if I did because I did just have COVID in August. So thank goodness. But I am a little scratchy and a little congested. So I'm so sorry because I know podcasts are about like having a clear voice to listen to. So, okay. Anyways, that's it. Those are, those are the up and coming stand-up shows I have going on. Um, oh, I'll be in Brea the 14th and 15th. Did I mention, did I say that? I don't think so. Okay. Well, listen, I'll, I'll update again next week. As you know, I did 10 episodes of me challenging myself to do things that I really wanted to do but never held myself accountable for. This season, I've done three episodes so far of trying out your passions. Um, Some of my friends have told me what they're interested in, what makes them happy, and I've gone ahead and tried those out. And this uh, Sunday, I was watching Curb Your Enthusiasm because it was the finale, and I thought, Chase, what are you doing? How come you're not reviewing Curb Your Enthusiasm? The name of the show is Chase Your Enthusiasm. The season just came out and you're not even talking about it. So I just wanted to try just for today. I'm going to review episode one. If it goes well, I'll review the season. If not, we'll jump back into hobbies next week. But I figured I worked on the show. I have I have so much to say about it, and I'm such a fan of the show. I also haven't watched it. I also worked on season 10, and don't tell anyone, I haven't watched it yet. It was too big. It was like too big of a thing to just sit down and watch after working on it. I don't know what that's about, but I've decided I do have to sit down and watch it, and I would love to watch it with you, so... Here we go. Here we go. Okay, so the episode starts and there is a dead man in Larry's pool. These shouldn't be... That's a funny scream. It is. He's also going to say this shouldn't be a spoiler because this did come out a few months ago. And um, yeah. Okay, so starts with a dead man in the pool. We actually did not shoot that first. This was shot like 
we did like a pool day. It was really exciting. We had scuba divers like in the water. Super fun. Okay, so I did not know about this gate around a pool law, but apparently it is real and it is pretty necessary. Apparently, like, you know, people do die from not having fences around pools. So who knew? Thank you, Curve Your Enthusiasm. Now we know. Okay, so then Larry and Jeff go to Netflix. Side note, that is not the Netflix building. They just put a lot of we have a wonderful design team that just like made it look a lot like netflix it was a we work or something like that in culver city i don't know um okay so this is this is so exciting they go into the netflix building they talk to the receptionist and hop on the elevator and who do you see you see the side of my face okay how exciting that was a really big job for me. I had to stand and hold the elevator door because the the elevator was um, out of service and I had to open it right as Larry and Jeff walked up. So I was super nervous and thank God I timed it right. But there was a whole scene in the elevator that they cut out. Just my luck, wouldn't you have? Wouldn't you know it? It was um, a guy on the elevator sneezing, and Larry goes, "What? Like you're sneezing in a post-COVID society? How dare you sneeze?" And it was a really funny scene. And I know this is a podcast, so you can't see me, but I was like, I was like also super offended. I was like, "What?" I like could not believe he sneezed. So that was um, also the very first day of filming and people didn't know that I was like going to be in the scene, but I was in full on hair and makeup and like a blazer and this is not how I usually dress. And people were like, wow, Chase, you're looking like really sharp. They didn't know that I was dressed for the scene. They just thought I, I decided to dress up for the first day of work. <laughs> oh, too much. Okay, moving on. Okay, so Larry goes to a pitch meeting at Netflix to pitch the show Young Larry, which we will see throughout this season. And fun fact, season 10, they were thinking of doing an actual Young Larry spinoff. And I think that's what, like, was the inspiration for this season. I wasn't in the writer's room. I don't know, but I definitely know that they were talking about doing Young Larry last season. So uh, they made it part of Curb Your Enthusiasm, which is always fun. Something else, just a side note, we were filming this during like the peak of COVID, like October, November, December, 2020. And I just find it funny. Larry goes, remember COVID hoarders? And they were anticipating, obviously, this coming out when people would be like remembering COVID, but we were definitely in COVID. And it's just interesting. It's it's like supposed to be in a post-COVID world, but like, man, was COVID crazy. It was rampant. It was wild. I also got tested every single morning for seven months i would wake up and 5 a.m have a COVID test just straight up my nose so it's nice 
that I don't do that anymore. Okay, I'm just laughing because I'm watching. He goes, he runs into Dennis who owes him $6,000. He goes, hey, Dennis, nice shirt. I'm so sorry. That's so funny to me. What do you mean nice shirt? He's wearing like a, he's wearing the most basic shirt. That's, that's like some comedy. That's some comedy genius right there. Side note, yes, this is all improvised. They have a general idea of what how the scene is going to go. They need, they know what is going to happen in the scene, but there are no lines. So um, I think the nice shirt Larry just threw in. thought that was funny. I'll tell you what's rude. Yeah. You know what's rude? What, what's rude? Owing somebody $6,000 for six months and never mentioning anything about it and not paying them back. That's rude. <laughs> okay. One thing I... I never understand is like when Larry starts screaming and nobody in the like nobody in the market is like what's going on like I feel like if someone was like yeah you owe me money I would look I I always is it like an alternate reality where people don't really aren't supposed to hear him or do people just like is that what they do? They pretend like they can't hear someone screaming because they also do that too. I'll like pretend to not notice their screaming going on, but I just find it funny nobody's looking to be like, who's screaming? Okay, so now we see Larry driving with Lucy Lou and a couple, um, Albert and his girlfriend in the back. Uh, this shot, the very first shot with Lucy Lou and Larry, it's not Lucy Lou. Um, they needed like an exterior shot of them driving and Lucy Lou was not available. Like she wasn't, she wasn't in town any longer and they needed that shot. So that's like a, that's somebody else. I don't remember who it is. It's like one of our stand-ins. It's someone, it's not Lucy Lou, but you can't tell. I, I went back and watched it a few times. You really can't tell. By the way, Lucy Liu is a doll. She's the doll. She's so sweet and so put together. I really admire her. Oh my gosh, Jerry David. That's a funny little um, scene going on in the car. They're talking about Albert having a funeral. Um, so fun, fun insider fact. This was supposed to be Richard Lewis's live funeral. Um, the whole season was written already with Richard Lewis in it, and it was about, like, he's throwing himself a funeral. Um, but because Richard Lewis decided not to do this season, he's only in it, like, for one episode, um, they had to completely uh, change it. So it wasn't Richard Lewis, and they brought in Albert Brooks, and it was, like, really exciting when Albert Brooks agreed to it. Larry David is um a huge fan of his and it was like a really big deal that he agreed to do the show so it, it became albert brooks's storyline it was originally for richard lewis which i can only imagine would have been so funny having richard lewis want his own funeral alive um so um Albert Brooks, though, definitely was a great choice. Dead, completely dead. How does a guy get in the pool? Does he have a fence? That's city code. Isn't that just convenient that everyone at the dinner party knows that you have to have a fence around your pool? Who knows? Who knew that? It's going to 
Stay. Okay, I think I think they both are in the wrong. Susie, okay, so um, Susie plops down on the couch. Larry spills the wine. I think they're both in the wrong. She did plop. He did spill it. I I don't know whose side I'm on, but I've definitely spilled red wine on a white cushion. It was actually at Dylan and Cole Sprouse's house. That Those are the two twins that play Zach and Cody on Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Yes, I was at their house um, 10 years ago, just about. They were having a going away party to NYU. I did get invited and I just, I just flipped the cushion. I thought that was uh, very genius of me and I don't think anybody saw me. And um, Dylan and Cole, if you are listening to this, I'm so sorry, but like also, wow, what an honor you're listening to this. So thank you. Okay, so I see, I just, I would have just flipped the cushion, but you know, he didn't to do it in time okay. i just watched That's larry i just watched larry walk into a, <laughs> a glass shit, door this is it really funny <laughs> this yeah. is funny okay. so this is glass <laughs> oh my god watching lucy Liu. this is glass and this is not <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Listen, I knew all this already. Like, I know, I know what happens in season 11. So I thought I didn't need to watch it. But watching it is actually so funny. Oh, these actors are phenomenal. These, these are funny actors. Okay. Wow. That was good. And yes, the, the plot, like, the sitting down and plopping that was written. That wasn't improvised. Like we knew that was going to happen. We knew he was going to walk into a glass door. It's all the talking around all the stuff is <laughs> improvised. But man, Lucy Lou going, okay, this is glass and this is an opening right here. Follow me. She's so sweet. It's so funny. Um, then she kind of denies Larry and they get out of the car. Let me watch it. I'm 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 getting ahead of myself. Hold on. Let me see what happens. Yeah, so Lucy Lou doesn't want to kiss Larry David. She gives him a kiss on the forehead. That's so awkward. That's so awkward. Um I <laughs> I was just laughing throughout that whole scene. Again, that was improvised. Lucy Lou, I remember watching it while they were filming and laughing. They did obviously way more takes than that. And Lucy Lou did a really good job of like, you know, go get go home. Do you have a hot blanket you can turn on? Like all that stuff she's making up. And <laughs> who would have thought, sorry, I'm getting so many text messages. Um, who would have thought Lucy Lou was so good at improv? It's so funny. <laughs> the goodbye, like after a date, and the like awkwardness of am I supposed to kiss them or not is the most awkward situation. <sighs> it's so awkward. This is why you have to drink when you go on a date. Yeah, I got hammered. Oh my god, Albert Brooks is so funny. He's brilliant. Oh, hallelujah. We've come to the Marcus and Maria Sophia first scene. These two are my absolute favorite 
just like as humans in general oh they're so funny marcus had a part in season 10 of curb your enthusiasm he was one of the receptionists at the hotel that they stayed at in Me mexico quote unquote um look at all my like tidbits for you so he was a completely different character last season he was obviously so funny they brought him back um as a different character but nobody seems to know because he was such a small part this is uh, my favorite storyline of the season and i'm so happy we're finally here yay maria sofia i'll have her on i'm gonna interview her if we can oh my god the dance the dance it's so good this was also like this was her first day of shooting oh my god she killed it um she was so nervous because she, I, I, all i'm saying like nervous and an excited like she was so genuinely sweet and lovely and everybody loved her she i couldn't say nicer things about maria sofia so this part of the episode uh, Marcus is blackmailing Larry David to put his daughter Maria Sophia in the Netflix show that he pitched called Young Larry. Ah, oh, this is this is good. This is good and good. He said, "We want to know what." Okay, so now we're on the scene where there he sees Dennis again, reminds him of the six thousand dollars he owes him. And he says, hey, I complimented your shirt, <clears throat> which I took such great note of on th that scene earlier on. So clearly that wasn't a mistake. That was part of the script, I guess. That is funny. I was really blown away. He complimented that shirt. And it was for this scene where he says, I complimented your shirt. Now Dennis is saying that he did pay him $6,000. Oh, brother. Like, so annoying. So annoying. I'm, I'm actually annoyed. Not a bad guy. A good guy. A very good guy. Oh, my God. This uh, fake funeral is hysterical. <laughs> I didn't realize this was episode one. Okay. Okay, so they just had Albert Brooks's funeral. John Hamm spoke. Oh my God, kudos to John Hamm being so funny. So funny. Wow. I mean, the acting on this show is just out of this world. Um, okay, the COVID hoarding thing. At the time when we were filming it, I do remember going, is this going to be relevant still? It doesn't feel that relevant anymore that they're upset that Albert Brooks was a COVID hoarder. It kind of seems outdated now if people would be upset about that, but um, it's just my two cents. I also share this opinion with a few people that have met, brought that to my attention. So I'm maybe I'm just like piggybacking off of their reactions, but yeah, that's my two cents on that. Okay, so everyone's leaving. They're upset he's a COVID hoarder. I don't know. Still funny. And then Mary Ferguson walks into a glass door. That was not Mary Ferguson. That was her stunt double. And I do remember her doing – she ran into that glass door many a time. And <laughs> it looks – you could not tell it was a stunt double. Let me tell you something, Dementia Boy. You gave me a lifetime guarantee, and I don't care if you don't remember your dog's fucking name. You're going to fix this and it's not gonna cost me a goddamn thing okay so Larry, so susie's at the jewelry store she's trying to get um 
her lifetime guarantee for her bracelet. She goes, she pulls him in and goes, you listen to me, you dementia boy. Susie is so funny. She's not this way in real life. She's the sweetest angel. And on the show, she's so funny. Oh my God. Okay. You got it? I'll be back Friday. (laughs) Okay, so now we are at the Netflix audition. This is my favorite scene. I was in the room with the producers and director watching Maria Sophia audition and Larry David would come in after each take and just start laughing and like everyone in Video Village was dying laughing because she killed it. It is I can't wait to watch. Here we go. Fun fact, the casting director is in the room uh, casting the the character are the actual casting directors of Curb Your Enthusiasm. So they came and had some cameos as well. Her headshot. Her headshot is her cooking. I didn't know that. (laughs) She winks at Larry. My mother wants to know if you want to come to our Cedar Friday night. Uh, It's Cedar. No, I don't think so. (laughs) And I want you to meet my boobie. Your what? My grandmother. (laughs) I I can't be around old people. They they creep me out. Oh, stop. Yeah, okay, fine. But only on one condition, okay? You have to finish your lunch. I'm full. Look, you didn't need to think. Marsha, seriously, you're too thin. You're like a rail. This is a good weight for me. At least finish the matzo ball, right? (laughs) When she goes, woo! That's when everyone started laughing. We got her! That's a cow! audition of all time and it takes a really really talented actor to actually act bad you have to have so much self-awareness she's so funny she is so funny that was brilliant holy smokes sitting next to larry and albert brooks at uh the very last scene at the Greek theater is Alex. Shout out to Alex. That's one of the PAs, um, Patrick's wife. And if you know someone that works on the show, oh, let me tell you, you're gonna get seen if you come in as a background. So just, I noticed her right there. She has a really good spot. So the episode ends with them at the Greek theater. So this um, scene was shot at the Greek theater and I did not go to the Greek theater. I had to stay back at our set before this and I was so bummed because they needed someone there just in case, just in case I needed to send up papers or, you know, they needed something. I had to stay back and um, I had to stay back and I put on PJs. It was like super late. They were at the Greek theater all night and watching that scene, it was so short. It was like probably the shortest scene and they filmed for so long. It was so late. It was so late that they stayed out. And just for that, it was such a simple scene. What a good first episode. Wow. Whoa. That was really funny. 
it's funnier watching it all strung together than like in pieces and reading it it definitely it definitely was funnier watching it oh wow okay well i hope you enjoyed hope you enjoyed it um if you haven't watched season 11 episode one now's your time to go back and watch it after i reviewed it for you but that was fun to review well that brought me joy watching curb your enthusiasm it's a really funny show it should win something it should win an emmy i think it has um so for christmas my family knows me well i got 31 day mindfulness challenge it's just like these cards and every day it tells you to do another mindful challenge so the first day was to watch a sunset the second one was mindful breathing so i thought i would share the third one with you and it says mindful natural observation what's it mean this exercise is as simple as it is powerful choose a natural object a flower insect tree anything now relax and explore the object like you have never seen it before. Visually explore every aspect of it and connect with the object and its role in the natural world for as long as your connection concentration allows. Do this twice daily. Ooh, that does not sound fun to me. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have even read this on the podcast. That sounds like a snooze fest. But if that if I read that and that did interest you, I encourage you to do that you could look at these flowers right behind me and and really ponder them that sounds you know like a good use of time i don't know if i have that time though i did like the one about watching a sunset because that is very like you have to be in the moment you can't be on your phone you just watching the sunset is very peaceful so i recommend you do that tonight or any day this week if you have the chance so quick side note i i got two cases of liquid death waters and there was no note that accompanied these boxes and i also got like merchandise and stickers and hats and all this stuff to do with liquid death so i think like i think liquid death is my sponsor now so that's really exciting i have no idea how they got my address or how they know about me but i'm just gonna we're just gonna say liquid death is my sponsor mm. Mm. that is some good water go out and get liquid death and use code chase your enthusiasm just kidding i don't think i can offer you any discount here but maybe if they continue sending me waters, I'll, I'll see what this is all about. Things that brought me joy this week. I was with my dad's side of the family on Christmas Eve, my mom's side of the family on Christmas. It was so much fun seeing family. I mentioned last week that I like games. Oh, did we play games? And we played a drinking game called Drinking Roulette, where half of the shot glasses had tequila, half of them had water, and you didn't know what you were gonna roll i got tequila unfortunately i don't like shots but i do love a good drinking game um i think that was the highlight of the week and then the past couple days because i've been kind of under the weather i've just been <clears throat> sleeping i've been sleeping i haven't done anything else but sleep i leave tomorrow at 6 a.m so 
I'm going to be back on the hustle game starting then. And I've just been really enjoying this time of relaxation. So, you know, that's it. That's all I got for you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, I know it was a little different reviewing Curb Your Enthusiasm. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, And get out there. Do one thing this week that makes you happy, that makes you smile. Um, If it's watching the sunset or acknowledging something in nature like the card said, go ahead and do that. And um, I'll see you next week. Get out there and chase your enthusiasm.